Well, I feel like today it's good to be here. I'm glad for the privilege that we have to live on higher ground. My heart has no desire to stay where doubts arise and fears dismay. Though some may dwell where these abound, I plant my feet on higher ground. I'm glad today that we have the privilege of living a life on higher ground, above the beggarly elements of the world, above sin and uncleanness, and we can walk on this highway of holiness. I'm glad today that it is a highway of holiness. It's not a low way. It's not a downgrade way, but it is a highway. Though we may suffer persecutions, but still, I'm glad it's not he that commends himself who is approved, but whom the Lord commendeth. That's who's approved. And so as long as I live a life, I live a holy life, and the Lord commends my life with the highway to heaven, I'm glad today for camp meeting. It's a wonderful, it's a wonderful thing. To meet together, all our brothers and sisters as one big family and enjoy the Spirit of the Lord, there's nothing like it. And, and I thought, uh, I was mentioning at the uh, dinner of the evening with uh, Leon and Evan Ruth, and I, was, I mentioned what Callie Gray said up at Norfolk. It kind of stuck with me. It's sort of my experience, too. He said, uh, you can skip Mother's Days and Father's Days and Christmas and Fourth of July and Memorial Day and Labor Day and all these other holidays would just give us camp meeting. Every year, as long as camp meeting rolls around, that's all it takes to satisfy me. I really am glad for it. Well, I feel encouraged to serve the Lord. I realize there's nothing in life pays like living a holy, sanctified life and doing the things that are pleasing in God's sight. And I'm glad to that this church preaches a, a present-day salvation, a present-day salvation. Uh, we don't preach the future so much, we don't preach the past so much, but we preach a, a present-day salvation. We believe that the Son of God is come and has given us an understanding that we may know Him that is true, and we are in Him that is true. Even His Son, Jesus, this is the true God and eternal life. We believe those things. We believe that Jesus is the resurrection of life. He that believeth on Him, though He were dead, yet shall He live and he that liveth and believeth in him shall never die. We believe in that. We don't believe the resurrection is past already. We don't believe the resurrection is way off in the future. But we believe that he is. He is the resurrection. We believe unto them that look for him shall he appear a second time without sin unto salvation. We believe that, don't we? We believe. We believe in salvation. We believe in the way to heaven. There is no other way. The Bible is the way, my brother. And there is no other way. And if we try to climb up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. There's no other way to get there. There's just one way to heaven. Uh, others risk their lives on some new made way, thinking they may come to the gate someday. But may they find out. Oh, may they find out. Oh, may they find out ere the life is done that the old crossroads is the only one. There is no other way. Though we are an angel from heaven, Preach any other gospel than to you than that which we preach unto you, oh, let him be a curse. For now, do we persuade men of God, or do we seek to please men? While we yet please men, we should not be the servant of Christ. But today I'm serving the Lord, and I don't want the men to commend me, but I want the Lord to commend my life. And then I know I'll, I'll go sweeping through the glory, with the glory of my soul. Well, I'm glad that we're in the kingdom of God. We're in it. We're in the kingdom of God. The world's still looking for it. They're groping in darkness, hoping for something in the future. And that's all the hope they've got. But I'm glad today that we're in the kingdom of God. For unto us a child is born, and unto us a son is given. And the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. 
Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. He is our all in all, and we are completing him who is the head of all principalities and powers. We need nothing else. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end. Upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts shall perform this. Shall perform this. Now, this is a prophecy in Isaiah. You know, uh, what makes a true prophet is for somebody to prophesy something and then it come to pass. That's what makes a true prophet. Well, I'm glad today that Isaiah was a true prophet. What he prophesied came to pass. He wasn't the only prophet, though. We had Daniel here. You know, Daniel was in touch with God. A man of God. And this King Nebuchadnezzar, he dreamed a dream. And uh, he couldn't think of what the dream was, nor uh, he think of the interpretation. And so he called in all these wise men of the world, these Chaldeans and soothsayers and, and all these wonderful men, and demanded them what he had dreamed and what was the interpretation thereof. It was a hard saying. It was a hard thing to demand of them. But he told them he was going to take their lives if they couldn't reveal it to him. And they were going to take Daniel's life along with them. And uh, Daniel, he went and got in touch with God. And he prayed to the Lord, and the Lord revealed to him that dream and the interpretation thereof. Let's read about that dream. Thou, O king, sawest, and behold, a great image. This great image, whose brightness was excellent, stood before thee, and the form thereof was terrible. The image head was of fine gold, his breast and arms of silver, his belly and his thighs of brass, his legs of iron, his feet part of iron and part of clay. Thou sawest, and thou sawest that a stone was cut out without hands, without hands, which smote the image upon his feet that was of iron and clay, and break them to pieces. Then, then was the iron, the clay, the brass, the silver, and the gold broken to pieces together, and became like the shaft of the summer threshing hole. Yeah, it came as the threshing floors, and the wind carried them away, that no place was found for them, and the stone that smote the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This is a dream. This is a dream that King Nebuchadnezzar dreamed. And now we will tell thee the, interpret the interpretation thereof before the king. Thou, O king, are king of kings. He had a good king. For the king of heaven, hath, the God of heaven, hath given thee a kingdom, power, and strength, and glory. And wheresoever the children of men dwell, the beasts of the field and the fowls of heaven hath he given into thine hand, and hath made thee ruler over them all. Thou art this head of gold. Top man. King Nebuchadnezzar. And after thee shall arise another kingdom. Prophecy now. Inferior to thee, and another third kingdom of brass, which shall bear rule over all the earth. And the fourth kingdom shall be as strong as iron, for as much as iron breaketh in pieces and subdueth all things, and as iron that breaketh all these shall it break in pieces and bruise. And whereas thou sawest the feet and toes, part of potter's clay and part of iron, the kingdom shall be divided. But there shall be in of the strength of iron, for as much as thou sawest the iron mixed with miry clay. And as the toes of the feet were part of iron and part of clay, so the kingdom shall be partly strong and partly broken. And whereas thou sawest iron mixed with miry clay, they shall mingle themselves with the seed of men. But they shall not cleave one to another, even as iron is not mixed with clay. It won't work, will it? But in the days of these kings, oh, but in the days of these kings, shall the God of heaven set up a kingdom.
kingdom. Over the days of this king, shall God upon the son of a kingdom, which shall never be destroyed. Which shall never be destroyed. And if the kingdom shall break, shall be shall not be left to other people, but it shall break in pieces and consume all these kingdoms, and it shall stand forever. An everlasting kingdom. That shall not come to an end. Did it come to pass? Yes, For as much as thou sawest that the stone was cut out of the mountain without hands, and let it break in pieces the iron, and the brass, and the clay, and the silver, and the gold, the great God hath made known to the king what shall come to pass hereafter. The dream is certain, and the interpretation thereof sure. Did it come to pass? Was Daniel a true prophet? Oh, yes, Daniel, the true prophet. Oh, it came to pass. I'm thankful for the kingdom of God. Over here now in St. Luke, if I can find it right quick. An angel said unto, unto Mary, Fear not, Mary, for I have found favor with God. You know, I'm thankful for Mary. She was a wonderful lady. She was wonderful. Thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb, and shalt bring forth a son, and shalt call his name Jesus. That's the one. He shall be great, and shall be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. And he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Is that the one? Is that the king of this kingdom? Is that the kingdom we're in? Oh, yes, his kingdom shall have no end. I'm glad today for that kingdom. Well, where is that kingdom? Well, you know, the world is looking for it lots of different ways. Lots of different ways. They think they're going to come and... He's going to establish his kingdom in the earth. It's going to come with great clouds. And it's going to be established in this present world. And he's going to set up and he's going to be king. And all the children of uh, the saints are going to be together together. And the wicked are going to be abolished. But listen to what Jesus said. Yeah, what Jesus said. Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Thine own nation and the chief priest have delivered thee to me. What hast thou done? Jesus answered, my kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then would my servants fight that I should be not be delivered to the Jews, but, my, but now is my kingdom not from hence. That's why we don't go to war. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're to love our enemies, do good to them that hate us, and love each one. But then we wrestle against the old devil, the old devil, the one that causes all the trouble in the world. That's who we're wrestling against, and his kingdom is not of this world. If my kingdom were of this world, then wouldn't my servants fight? But my kingdom is not from hence. So, well, where is his kingdom? Where is his kingdom? That tells us right plain. Jesus' own words again. Right plain. And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, when the kingdom of God should come. Now, that reminds me of a scripture over here. 
For the Son of Man shall come in the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he shall reward every man according to his works. Verily I say unto you, there be some standing here which shall not taste of death till they see the Son of Man coming in his kingdom. When shall it be? When shall it be? And the Pharisees demanded the Pharisees when the kingdom of God should come, and he answered them and said, You know I'm glad for Jesus' answer. Yeah. It makes sense, don't it? Oh, the kingdom of God cometh not with observation. Neither shall you say, Lo here or lo there, but behold, the kingdom of God is within you. That's where it is. Aren't you glad you're in the kingdom? Or doesn't it make you feel good to know that you're in the kingdom? I'm glad that the law and the prophets were until John. Were until John. Now since that time, the kingdom of God is preached and every man presseth into it. I'm glad for the kingdom of God. But every man in his own order. Christ the first fruits. After they that are Christ that is coming, then cometh the end. Yeah, they wanted more of the end. Then cometh the end. When he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God. When did the end come? When did the end come? Then cometh the end. If I can find it right here, I think I can find it. But now once, in the end of the world, hath he appeared to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. Then cometh the end. The end has come. And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this the judgment, so Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him. Shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation? Then cometh the end. When he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God and the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Have all enemies been destroyed? Has death been destroyed? For as much as children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also himself likewise took part of the same, that through death he might destroy him that had the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver them who through fear of death for all their lifetime, subject to bondage. Uh, was the last enemy destroyed? Death was destroyed. Who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. But is now, but is now made manifest by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who hath abolished death. Has the last enemy been destroyed? Who hath abolished death and hath brought life and immortality to light through the gospel? Is that what we believe? We believe that, don't we? I'm glad. I'm glad that the kingdom of God cometh not with observation, but the kingdom of God is within you. I'm glad that we can get in that kingdom. We can get in it. Well, some people want to doubt that. They say, well, most of what all you read has been in the future. And uh, you haven't read much about getting into that kingdom. Giving thanks unto the Father, who hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath, now this is past tense, who hath, 
delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. Are you there today? Are you in the kingdom of God which goes now without salvation? Oh yes, he hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. I'm glad for it. But you are come. You are coming to Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly and church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of just men made perfect, sanctified people, and to Jesus, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaketh better things than that of Abel. The law and the prophets were until John. Now since that time, the kingdom of God is preached, and every man presseth into it. See then that ye refuse not him that speaketh. For if they escape not who, who refused him that spake on earth, much more shall not we escape if we turn away from him that speaketh from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he hath promised, saying, Yet once more I shake not the earth only, but also heaven. Did it happen? Yes, it happened. The powers of heaven were shaken. And this word, yet once more, signifies the removing of those things that are shaken and the things that are made that those things which cannot be shaken may remain. May remain. Or what was remaining? Wherefore, we receiving our kingdom which cannot be moved. Let us have grace whereby we may serve God acceptably with reverence and our godly fear for our God is a consuming fire. Well, I'm glad that we can get in the kingdom of God. It's not something that we have to wait far away off in the future, hoping to have it someday, but we have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. And there appeared a great wonder in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and a moon under her feet and upon her head a crown of twelve stars. And she being with child cried, travailing in birth and pain to be delivered. Well, I don't think it needs to be explained. This is uh, speaking of Mary and Jesus. And there appeared another wonder in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns upon his head. And his tail drew the third part of the stars of heaven and did cast them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the womb which was ready to be delivered for to devour her son, her child, as soon as it was born. Did it happen like that? Yes, that's the way it happened. And she brought forth the man-child, who was to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up unto God and to his throne. And the woman fled into the wilderness. Did it all happen? It all happened. Where she hath a place prepared to God that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and threescore days. Now there was war in heaven. There was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon, and the dragon fought at his angels. What did Satan win? Nobody prevailed not, neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out. Was cast out. The last enemy to be destroyed is death. He was cast out. That old serpent called the devil and Satan, who deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out into the earth, and his angels were cast out with him. And I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Oh, I like this loud voice from heaven. Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. Now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ. 
That's enough power to live above sin. That's enough power. For the accuser of our brethren is cast down. We accuse them before our God day and night. And they overcame him. How did we overcome? And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto death. Well, I'm glad that now has come salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God. I'm glad that we can get in this kingdom. It's not what we're looking for in the future, but we're in the kingdom of God. And we're having a wonderful time. It's a wonderful privilege to live a holy life, to live with the, with the King of kings and the Lord of lords as over you, looking out for you caring for you day in and day out. Oh, I'm glad for the privilege to serve God. Y'all pray for me.